after the war, people were like, they they would like tell their family they're like, I have these delicious candies, <laughs> like you know. So there's already a market, which is cool because it's like anything that you do in war, like that becomes like a routine, or like maybe during the pandemic, or if someone has a routine when they're pregnant, like these things become like lifelong habits. So, so that's the M&Ms and then the Mars company, right? And Hershey though is very, is extremely insular. Like Hershey also had a very like distant daddy. He was raised very religious. He also failed. He went bankrupt twice. And then he was like, when I set up my next business, it's going to be, I'm going to sort of like set it up so that I could mass produce it, but I'm going to employ everyone from my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that I don't, you know, he was like, I'm going to cover my ass in like both areas. And he, uh, Hershey was like a super, he was like super into caramels. Like that was like his vibe. Oh, really? Yeah. And then someone was like, yo, what if? Because he's known for like the plainest chocolate bar that happened but the first chocolate bar that he was like in charge of was like a caramel chocolate bar and he i mean he set up like a ranch like a basically utopia for his family to work at hershey pennsylvania there's a theme park theme park also uh, you know he married i've been to it this was it fun did it smell like chocolate no it's it's like a it's small. It's like smaller than you think. It's not like a Six Flags. It's like small, but there is a roller coaster. It, do you ride around cool. in a chocolate kiss? It is like very candy themed, and there is definitely like a Hershey's Kiss ride. So yeah. you know Hershey's manufactures the Reese's, the Reese's peanut butter cup, but Hershey did not invent it. Uh, it was invented by H. B. Reese. Who oh, so a, it's his. That's why he put. Yeah, it's re- it is Reese's. That's why there's an apostrophe. This is a little sad, though, because like, right. So Reese was a shipping foreman for Milton Hershey. And I guess he like invented the the peanut butter cup or how to make it or whatever. And Hershey got the rights. And then Reese uh, like left the company to start his own candy business. But Hershey said peace. (laughs) Reese said peace. But Hershey still produces the candy with his name. Wow, the I know. shade of it all. I know that's pretty. That's Wait, does pretty Hershey's rough. also do Reese's Pieces too? Yeah. Okay. The Reese's Pieces and Reese's Fast Break. Oh yeah, the energy bar, right? Yeah, I just I think anything that Hershey's does, it has like peanut butter involved. They they yeah. marketed his so Reese's. Hershey's Hersh Milton Hershey also like he's his like Utopia is set up in a place where you could get real, like a lot of cows. You need that dairy. Yeah, you need the dairy. And then it's also... He's a lot like Walt Disney. Yeah, a lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah, kind of eccentric guy with like a very singular vision for how his company would operate and then sort of screwed over a bunch of the people that worked with him. Okay. Because you can't, you know, there's no, you can't take the battery out of a Hershey's, you know, (laughs) you got to bring it back to the factory if you want to do that, Mm -hmm. if you want to upgrade. Yeah, so if if you want to like laugh, if you're American, you should look up this whole like Cadbury like British thing because British people just like are shitting on American chocolate for like like ten minutes straight. Like how they're like it's disgusting. Like I can't. Oh, with the dairy milk, which has just a slightly different recipe. Yeah, and they're furious. Yeah, that well, is a just all chocolate. They're like all American chocolate is trash. One really interesting thing with a lot of the candy companies and Willy Wonka, like. This 
is a heavy plot factor in the movie is that trade secrets are super important because a lot of candy like doesn't have very many ingredients but slight differences in the manufacturing process create big differences in the outcome right because yeah. if you're like caramelizing sugar or boiling it down or like when you put in the additives or the whole like milk chocolate thing like figuring that out that it was powdered cocoa and powdered milk mixing them together first before adding the yeah. cocoa butter yeah so all that stuff isn't you can't patent it because it's like well i guess if you patent it you get the rights but then like people can like access the patent yeah. but i think a lot of it is just it falls under trade secret not it's not patentable so it's almost like the formula for coca-cola oh so yeah like it's it's the thing they would they wouldn't want to patent because at some point your patent expires and it becomes public knowledge. Yes. Can I? So, so you have to just Ooh. keep it as a trade secret. So that's why, like Willy Wonka, in the movie, is not a char- he's kind of a caricature, but like candy makers really are that secretive about their recipes he's, and processes. He's based. I think he's based off of either the Mars or the Hershey's dude. I would guess probably Milton Hershey, who built the theme park. Yeah. Whereas Frank Mars is like Forrest Mars cuz Frank like died and then Forrest is like what up? Yeah, Frank died at 50. Although Frank really loved also horses. Like he built a giant That's why horse Snickers. track in Snickers Chicago. Snickers is named after it's, his horse. Yeah, Snickers the candy bar is named after a horse. Yeah. And now people name horses after the candy bar. Dun dun dun. Um yeah, Forrest lived a lot longer, but I think he was just a like really into business and he was like expanded into cat food and whatever else yeah. and rice yeah cat food and like yeah instant meals yeah the so do you want to know about cotton candy speaking of patents don't do that one you know what a crunch tastes like it's from yeah. nestle uh i think there's another nestle thing in there have you had a Toblerone before no i don't think so i've seen them this Toblerone, which is its own company i think which, like you said, I think it is its own. Toblerone had a controversy as well because they changed the shape of the bar. Oh, right? it's back now, though, as you yeah, can see. Yeah, so this they is back. Put... So this is a very distinctive Toblerone shape. With a, This is a three-peak bar. Standard bar has eight or 11 peaks. But they, is... made a, they spaced the peaks out and made the flatter sections bigger. They were being cheap. And they shaved 50 grams off of the <laughs> typical bar size, so from 400 down to 350. And then there was a, a global uproar. People were furious. People were like, how dare you? Apparently, yeah. the triangle is just based off of a ballet. Like Toblerone, he was like, yo, this ballet is sick. And the dancers were in a ballet. They made a human pyramid. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, <laughs> cheerleaders. that's where it's at. I think chocolate bars have gotten smaller over the years. But in part, I think that is in, is catering to people's like being more They want to be able conscious. to eat the whole thing without feeling bad about themselves. Yeah, nobody is capable of eating just half of a candy bar. Because have you ever seen those like ice cream? They're like you can eat the whole pint, and it, they're like a little. They're like a little. They're yeah, so little. They're, just a little, <laughs> they're, little, a little they're like pint. you eat the whole pint, but it's like but it's not, not a pint. A pint. <laughs> no, it's a little yeah. Half pint. Uh, so cotton candy was invented by a dentist. He figured out how to. He was just a coincidentally oh, a dentist. Because as you know, at that time, everyone was like a dentist, <laughs> doctor, <laughs> surgeon. You put a dentist sign up. Inventor. Out yeah, you did. Uh, he did everything. But he, yeah, he, he figured out, he made this machine that would spin sugar. It would, it was, it would blow like hot air at sugar and yeah. like spin it and make it. We've all seen a cotton candy machine. Yeah. So he like, he, he did that, right? That's great. You just take 
Have you run one of them before? No. Have you? Yeah. What? Because I was a Boy Scout. We were like <laughs> you once a year. Boy Scout. Once a year, we would do this fundraiser in uh in my small town of Clifton. There was every year in the fall around this time of year, a little earlier, like September. There would be Clifton Day, and they'd shut down all traffic into this town. And like, I mean, the town was like six blocks by like six blocks or something. Yeah, they shut down traffic both ways and have just like a street festival for the whole town. And the Boy Scouts would sell cotton candy. But the cotton candy is like, yeah, there's a technique. You pick it up because you like, you you have like just a big bag of colored powdered sugar you dump into the machine. And it like, I think has a fan that runs and it like kind of feeds the powder in. And then you collect it. And it yeah. like runs hot air through it. And yeah, and then you like spin around and like collect it. That's cool. That. So this this dude like invented it right and then he had a patent this it just reminded me because you were talking about patents so he had a patent on it and then the patent wore off and this is just a coincidence another dentist like was like i'm gonna start selling this in my dentist office and he was he started calling it i think originally it was called candy floss can you can you imagine the nerve of a dentist selling you yeah cotton candy Yep. Hopefully after he examined you. <laughs> Your mouth is all like blue and pink. Yeah. 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 Okay, so so he, he he started calling it cotton candy because even though the candy floss like patent had worn off, he wanted to like distinguish it and that name just just caught on. Mm. Yeah. Although sometimes like Ren Fairs and stuff call it can- fairy floss. Can I talk about my favorite candies history? <laughs> gum i love gum it's my favorite it's so good the first all kinds of it only trident actually is i because trident doesn't um it doesn't break down it doesn't break down other gums like break down i think i feel like trident is the honest brand because you could chew the same trident like all day and it it will stay like it loses the flavor not really though it just stays beautiful (laughs) As it should. I like the bubblegum flavor and the the spearmint and the wintergreen. Those are my favorites. Yeah. I d- yeah, I don't I don't really mess with other Where does I don't suppose you came across where the act like the original flavor of bubblegum, like where that comes from. Cuz that's not what like gum arabic tastes like. Gum has probably been people have been chewing it for even longer. Yeah. If the version of gum without sugar added, does that count as candy? Because like people have been chewing like coca, for example, right? Like in the the Incas or whatever for like a very long time. But you wouldn't call that candy. (laughs) There's a whole book called The Chewing Gum of the Americas. Chicle, The Chewing Gum of the Americas. Mm -hmm. And it did start with the Aztecs. It says that this dude who wrote the book, um, he's like, yeah, it might have been to freshen their breath. Or to clean their teeth. So there's chicle, which is like Aztecs. Uh, then in North America, people were trying to chew like spruce tree resin because they were like, "This is mm-hmm. this is like a thing," but that was kind of disgusting. Uh, it just was really gross. And then it got it also like got very very brittle. The more like like any other gum other than Trident. <laughs> So there's this guy named Thomas Adams, and he he got his hands on on chicle through 
Like he became friends with an exiled Mexican president, Antonio Lopez de Santa de Santa Ana. So they okay. like became friends and they they were sharing this chicle with each other. And then he began to experiment with it. Hmm. He was trying to create like a, a rubber substitute. Oh, he was trying to create a rubber alternative. Yeah. And then realized it actually made a better type of chewing gum. But he was like, oh, okay. And so he was able to produce chicle. I don't know how he got found out. He, I guess he, he called up his friend and he was like, you got to export more of that stuff to me. So then Wrigley, this is what Wrigley was selling soap and he, he he used to like do all these things where he would like give a store. He'd be like, you can have baking soda for free if you if you like sell my soap. Yeah, sign a contract for, and then for he, the Wrigley soap. Exactly. So then he was like, okay, now you can have free gum like with the soap. Included gum with his soap. And, and then, then they were like, can you just give us the gum? Yeah, he came out with Juicy Fruit and Spearmint. And then he decided to send free samples to like all of Americans listed in the phone book. And he also had a promotion. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. To millions of Americans. He also had a promotion where the, uh, he would, he would send sticks of gum to us children on their second birthday, which is great. Cause isn't that, I guess, is that when you get teeth or Dude, something? Dude, if you think like Facebook has privacy issues, this yeah. guy's smelling you gum from the, I guess the phone book used to have everybody's, if I got Name free gum in the mail, yeah. I would be like, ha, ah, like. Do you want to hear about a, another candy scandal? Okay, so the, you've heard of the Mast Brothers? No. Chocolate company? This is a very, like, uh, kind of millennial, like, candy scandal. And so it's uh, <laughs> these two brothers who both look like lumberjacks. They have, like, big beards. They're, like, hipster beefcake lumberjacks. In like 2010, maybe 2008, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, they were like hipsters living like over in like, you know, the Williamsburg waterfront, like you. And they started their own chocolate company called Mass Brothers Chocolate. And it's still sold. You can find it in like any, a lot of the like organic or like, like food stores or whatever will carry Mass Brothers Chocolate. So they advertise it as like a super pure chocolate. And mm-hmm. it wasn't, didn't have any added sugar and like, they, they sell it specifically by the percentage of, like, cocoa in it. So you can get, like, the 60% is, like, more standard up to, like, I think 90% cocoa, which is, like, very bitter and dark. Um, and, like, I don't know, claims it to be super organic or whatever. But I guess there was, a, I don't know if it was an expose or, like, some food critics, they, like, gave them a tour of their factory, Uh-oh. which was in Williamsburg, like, near the Brooklyn Brewery. And the, I guess the food critic or whatever was like, you guys aren't, like, there's not enough production going on here, given how much chocolate you guys sell. Like, so, you know, Brooklyn Brewery makes only like five or 10% of their beer in Williamsburg and the rest is upstate at like a large factory. And Master was like, no, no, this is all of it. This is fine. And then like, apparently there are chocolate forums on the internet and some people came forward and they were like, yo, the Mast brothers were like, asking us back in like the early 2000s how to like get started in chocolate and we know that they were using they were buying bulk chocolate from another manufacturer and then like melting it down and just repackaging it so it was this huge scandal they weren't actually producing the chocolate and they like wouldn't admit anything 
I think they were sued, but like there was probably a class action lawsuit That's for them, amazing. like for false That's advertising. Checks out. And everybody like, was like, these assholes, like they're just like, because they had like, they gave all these interviews. They were like, like Vice wrote about them. They were like darlings of like hipster press, right? Because these apparel. two like beefy dudes who look like, yeah, blacksmiths or lumberjacks who are making chocolate, like handcrafted chocolate. I mean, you would trust, <clears throat> I would trust. Yeah, you'd be like, they them. probably know what's yeah. up. Uh, yeah, so I think they did, like, then they kind of backtracked and actually did build a factory and start producing their own chocolate. But for at least the first several years, they were just repackaging other people's chocolate as their own. Oh, so now they are? They're, they are making their, like, or they, they still they might not. They, <laughs> they might still be lying, but I think they got very embarrassed and they very quickly, like, were like, okay, we got to actually figure out how to make our own chocolate because they're, like, on to us. But it's still for sale. You can still get it. Oh, wow. It's kind of like a what is it, Justin's peanut butter cups or whatever? You know, there's like the organic, yeah, like peanut butter cups around oh, it's New like York. That. Okay, I think it's like that. It's like an independent chocolatier. Justin's though isn't independent. It's like a big company. They make peanut butter and like they're not New York based. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they were. Like, I've only ever <laughs> you seen thought it. they were like you're like that. They're my friend Justin. He I've makes only them. seen it in New York City, but maybe I don't travel no, it's, enough. It's it's everywhere. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, but I get you. I feel you. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. you can look up the the Mast Brothers uh, the controversy Mast if you want to know. So we oh. we previously once did a candy episode where I think we took votes or or people like told us what their favorite candy was, and I think a consensus was reached. Which you, oh I yeah I have the most famous candies of a, a couple of different countries. Okay. Would you like to know? And then I can tell you what's new in candy as you try the other. All right. Let's There's hear like it. One thing I wanted to know, actually, is, right, there now is candy. Like, you can buy, like, Everlasting Gobstoppers. And yeah. they're, they're from the Willy Wonka You're like, do they company. last forever? Was Willy Wonka, like, was the company named after the Raw Dahl book? Yes, it was. Movie? I Yep, I got you. So, t- in 2017, the Willy Wonka brand was dropped by Nestle in flavor of a special throwback packaging. Um, and they renamed the entire brand the Nestle Candy Shop. So candies previously made by Willy Wonka are now under the Nestle brand, excluding the Wonka brand name on the top left corner. But so Wonka was, that was entirely just Nestle came up with it as like uh, they bought the rights from Raul Dahl's estate or something. Yeah, it was, let's see, it was a new brand produced by Breaker Confections, which was a subsidiary of Quaker Oats. Quakers, <laughs> telling you, they yeah. So they they came out they like came out around 1976. Oh, Willy Wonka has been around since 1976, but I think the book dates to before then. Right? No, the the company like they they released the Gobstopper and then the Nerds in eighteen in 1983. All right, checks out. Yeah, and now now they're Nestle Candy Shop. So it's really just an example of like movie marketing. Or, I mean, book market, Yeah, book marketing, right? Because it was after the book. Yeah, I think the movie made the was much more famous than the book, though. Had Gene Wilder in it. Great film. The original. Yeah. Not the, the Johnny Depp remake. <laughs> that is a cool factoid from that movie, by the way, though, is that uh, Gene Wilder was, he came up with the wardrobe for Willy Wonka. Yeah. So it was even like, yeah, after he died, I like read this. That, like, yeah, there's a letter from him to like the director where he's like, 
He's like, he should have, he should be like very refined. His shoes should match his hat, but not his entire outfit. That's like too matchy matchy. And he's a refined gentleman. So he does subtle matching. So like, and he did the somersault, right? And people like, and he came up with the somersault with the cane and then the somersault. He was like, I want him to come out and look very infirm and sick and then pull the somersault. And he like came up with that whole sequence because he was like, because after that, you won't know if anything that he's saying or doing is a lie or, or real because he like his first introduction is like tricking everybody. So maybe you can guess the most popular candy in 17 countries. All right. So the U.S. M&M's. But peanut butter cups are like a close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's like sales say M&M's, but like. When people are, oh, I have a peppermint in my. When mouth people right are now. surveyed, they go for peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. Okay, Canada. Kit Kats. Yeah. They're everywhere. If you go to Canada, they really, yeah. All right, Mexico. Um, it's gum. Brazil. Yeah. Brazil would be. It's probably going to be some kind of because it's like hot weather, so I don't think it's a chocolate because it would melt. It is. Um, it is. It's but a it's chocolate. A, it's a light chocolate. It's a, <laughs> a, a, a an aerated bubbly. Uh, is it crackle? It's called lacta bubbly. Yeah, it's basically like the arrow bar, I guess. South Africa has the Cadbury lunch bar. So remember, I was like, "There's got to be there's like the a lunch, lunch bar." bar. What? Uh, Egypt, also a gum. Uh, yeah, that was my guess. Is it chocolates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like chocolates is sort of the international European like go-to gum, whereas Trident, I guess, is the gum of the Americas. Yeah, chocolates you can get in like the little machines, like. You can, get those, loose... you can get them in America. You get loose, yeah, loose chocolates. Yeah, the loose gum. <laughs> when you, you just reach in your pocket and hand somebody some gum. You're like, yeah. melts in your mouth, that's not in your hands. Oh, wait, that's yeah, on them. <laughs> it's a good character for a, a sketch comedy skit. Yeah, the guy, the guy who reaches in his pocket and just pulls out a hand of nerds. Yeah, like, you want some? Yeah. We didn't, yeah, we, we'll, we'll talk about candy innovations after this. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you the new candies nerd, that are out. Nerd rope is wild. UK, Ireland, Australia, India. They all 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 of them. They all have the same favorite lollies. Yes. UK. UK, hun. (laughs) Ireland, Australia, and India. So Mm -hmm. it's got to be a British can. Is it Cadbury's? Mm -hmm. Is it the dairy milk? Dairy milk. Okay. Yep. Okay, France. It's also a gum, which I've never heard of. Oh, then I probably don't know it either. It's Hollywood gum. That's so funny. They have Hollywood gum. Yeah, I got to try that. Like, where can I get this? In Germany. That's so funny. I would think the French would be like, you know, snooty about like really good chocolate or something. But I guess not. In Germany, the galaxy. It, oh, it's not Kinder? Oh, no, sorry. It's I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. In Germany, it's Milka. But that's... um. It's not the Kinder Bueno? No, but I got... <laughs> I thought that one looked cooler. Like, the Milka looked like just another chocolate bar, so... It's basically like Ritter Sport for them. Mm. Yeah, the Kinder Bueno is is wild. It's got hazelnut in it, it looks like. So, oh, it's in Saudi Arabia. They like the Galaxy, which is another name for the Dove Bar. And Japan, they like Me- Meji. And then in South Korea, they like Ghana, which is a... It's named for the West African country where the cacao beans are produced. Ghana is a chocolate popular through Asian countries. It's It has milk and dark varieties. So isn't that interesting? I like that though. They're like reminding you where it's from. Yeah, this is this chocolate bar. So their favorite is a chocolate bar too. There's this website that 
it literally tells you what's new in candy every day. There's like an article and it's called chew chewboom.com. Oh, so you know in right the the show Squid Game? No, like I don't. The, the 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 Korean show that like is like a huge hit on Netflix. Everybody watched. There is like a oh. a pivotal scene in there where the characters have to eat this candy that has a shape like in oh, it. Oh yeah. The Dalgona candy is just I think it's like hardened sugar that's in a shape. Oh, it's like a maple. But, thing. Yeah. But uh anyway, apparently like sales have gone up like 10x or whatever uh since the show came out. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to tell you some of the new like breaking hot off the press. Yeah, what are some new candy innovations? So today <coughs> chewboom.com <laughs> Uh, they reported on Reese, Reese's has a new Super King bar that has over a foot of peanut butter cups under the same wrapper. So it's just a bunch of peanut butter cups in a line? It's not really a striking innovation. It's That's just really more peanut butter cups too. in like, one wrapper. You're supposed to show something that like people know is like long. Like I was showing a rule. Like You can fake that. Yeah. You know, A giant peanut butter cup is where it's at. Oh, the Kinder Bueno has two candy bars. That are individually wrapped. Oh, I like that. Very German. Not a fan. That's excess packaging. Oh, I don't. Oh, you're true. Also very German. <laughs> um, whereas Twix, you just both bars come in one wrapper. All right. So there's a new uh, candy candy pop popcorn made with Sour Patch Kids. That sounds Sour Patch Kids in popcorn. Yes. So oh, it sounds disgusting. Candy pop. It's already out at Walmart, actually. According to the it is it is actually sources. a mixture of Sour Patch Kids and popcorn, yes. or it's Sour yes. Patch Kids flavored yes. popcorn. You heard correct. There's a new Snickers cinnamon bun bar. Uh, lime Skittles are back. Green apple Skittles are green apple Skittles. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know that was going on. I guess that was. There's a fruity pebbles. That's a whole thing that happened that we weren't even aware of. Uh, candy. I mean, this literally just happened, like in like October. Well, now it's back. I'm saying we didn't even know it was gone. They have a, a like limited edition Halloween shapes. They have ghost ghost gummies and vampire bats. Yeah, my brother is a real big Haribo fan. He wanted to know about the gummy bears. If we were going to cover Haribo on this episode, uh, I can say that Haribo, the gummy bears were because he loved going to like these like little festivals where they had like Paddingtons dance, and he was like, mm, I'm going to make a candy that looks oh, like the bear, dancing a bear festival. Yeah. In Chelsea. Yeah. Exactly. So that yeah, he was like, let's let's do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here you go. Ner- uh, nerds has they have a candy corn coming out. Wait, it's a candy corn flavored nerd, or it's a, a nerd it's flavored a candy, candy corn, corn. That is like a nerd, I guess. It has a, a hard oh. shell and candy inside. Yeah. That seems kind of gross. Can I, quick aside, you know that there is a Brax candy corn that is Thanksgiving flavored. What? Yeah, it's, I uh, I came across, like on Reddit, like somebody wrote a review of like the Brax Thanksgiving candy corn. And it's one of the funniest, I love really good product review writing. It's like the horse mask reviews on Amazon. Yes. Or whatever. Um, yeah, it's phenomenal because they're like, yeah, the fl- one of them is like turkey flavored. There's a mashed potato flavor. There's like a, a oh, it's like the go- it's the gum, right? The yeah, gum. like the everlasting gobstopper. That's like a whole Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, wasn't that the gum because violet turned violet? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know my gum lore. That's right. You know your gum lore. 
Yeah, because like when I saw that movie, I was like, let's figure out what I would do if I turned into a blueberry. Yeah. yeah, so like the green, there's one that is like peas, I think, and they're like, this tastes like if somebody had like, what did they say? They're like, it's it's sort of very similar to, but not exactly quite unlike what peas taste like. Okay, so this is the last thing, because it's like the craziest thing. So Airheads is entering the chicken sandwich wars with a new fried chicken sandwich featuring a bun made with 100% Airheads candy. That's, I mean, that's a gimmick, but... Yeah. Airheads candy, chicken sandy. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It comes with spicy mayo. So you you get you can only get it, and you could, could have only got it on July 6th in Chicago, National Fried Chicken Day at uh, Francis Deli and Butchery. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. From 12 to 3. There's like very limited. But look at this crazy ass. <laughs> it's so crazy. That's how you do a marketing gimmick. <laughs> That's wild. That looks disgusting. Bring it back. Making a bun out of airheads. I love it. What's your favorite candy? I like the Take 5 bar. Really? Okay. Which is like, I think that's a Hershey's product. Because um, I really love... I like uh, salty stuff, like a, a salted caramel or yeah. salted caramel ice cream or whatever. So the Take 5 bar has pretzels in it. And it actually, yeah, it's way better than a Twix even. it's Yeah, so it's like a, it's like chocolate-covered pretzels with caramel. I forget what the five things are, but it's like pretzel, chocolate, caramel, peanut butter, and love. I don't know what the fifth thing is in the Take 5, but it... It is a really excellent combo, and it and it makes for like a very tasty, but like pretty light candy bar too because of the pretzels. And oh yeah, we should just finish by saying like if you do have Halloween candy and you're scared about like the poisonings or whatever, there hasn't the only like poisonings of like Halloween candy have been done by the person's own family in like <laughs> cases of life insurance yeah. like policy yeah. scams, and uh, there was there's one case of like a kid. It was like a cover up because this kid got into like his uncle's drugs stash and they had to like cover it up. So, yeah, unless you have a sketchy family member, you're good to go. Yeah. Nobody who does drugs would because drugs are expensive. Nobody would waste them on your kids. Exactly. Like, no one has that kind of money. Or so, time. Yeah. So be be happy when you eat your Halloween candy. And um even though there's been very like a lot of feuds and stuff in the candy in industry and like secret recipes, it's all it's all to like for your enjoyment. So it's all enjoy to, to sweeten the pot. Yeah, I was trying to make some sort of sweet. There you go. Yeah. So enjoy candy. Enjoy, enjoy candy. candy. Oh, we we could also I don't know is another advisor if you want at the end right the we talked a little bit about like granola bars and power bars and candy is meal replacement. There's an entire section on Wikipedia about this. And oh, yeah. I think nutritionists hate or personal trainers probably hate all of this stuff because if you look at the actual nutrition facts of like a granola bar or a kind bar. You should. OK, you'd be better off eating a Snickers, actually. Like we we did this. The, the in Snickers actually has protein. Yeah, my nutrition certification. They do like an example of this where they're like, I forget what there's like two two bars. I think it was like a Nature Valley and I forget, but it was. It was like that and a candy, and mm. they basically have the same, same like, sugar content. Yeah, so they're they're. It's like you know, I'm not a person of like, oh, the macros are all that matters. Like it, their ingredients do matter, so one of them is probably like has a little more like nutrients in it for you. But really, 
just eat if you want to be healthy like eat real food that doesn't have ingredients yeah yeah but the the like what snickers whole ad campaign lately has been like hungry why wait like grab a snickers yeah and it's like it's like you could but like you should you know just eat a a sandwich or like have a a bigger lunch or like go get a salad yeah whatever we don't have to we can just end this by being like enjoy your candy (laughs) 